How you going guys? Welcome to the Out for 10 podcast. We're just going to be talking a bit of shit today about the grand final. Everyone saw it. Last episode of a 2022 season for us. Yes. And how good was the season? Not yeah, real fucking good. Wasn't predictable whatsoever. No. Back to back champs. Won every grade other than the women's. Newcastle. Hey. There was a guy that knew what he was talking about. Don't know his name. I've just seen it on Facebook. But at the start of the season, in the when the pre-games are happening, he put 60 grand on Penrith to win the grand final. And it was paying like 9 to 1. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Fucking nice. Had a bit of return for him. Yeah. That'd be a nice payout. Yeah. 54 grand. Yeah. No, 540 grand. Yeah. Fucking nice. I'll Fucking take that. Yeah. Yeah, you wait six months and you get paid out. <laughs> it was always happening. Why don't you put it on for this year? No, twenty twenty four. No Appy Coruscant, no Billy Army kick out. Twenty twenty four the Bulldogs next on. I'm telling you, I think it's gonna drop off this year. No, I'm putting thousand. You won't put a cent on it. Because oh. Bulldogs won't come close. Twenty twenty four, start of the year, I'm putting minimum a hundred bucks on the doggies to win the grand final. I've been saying it for years. Yeah, do, saying it But do Penrith finish where they are this year? Not a chance. No. They'll still be top eight. I think they'll be top four. But no. I can see them getting knocked off. I've got, semi. I've got three teams that I think are going to be coming through next year to be top four. Like, I, I should say four because it's four, but I'm not. But I think the Rabbits are going to come in strong next year. Why? Because, mate, I know you have a personal opinion about them. <laughs> but I'm going. Someone off, finally said it. I'm going off basic skill. Yeah, they've played well all year. As grubby as some of them are. Oh, yeah. Um, how do you back that? They stuff? have. Well, every team's lost games. The, the, the eight, eight games in a row or something, they struggled early on in the season yeah. with no Latrell. Fair, exactly. Look what they do. So when what happens? Back. Latrell gets injured during the World Cup. Right, and he might. Uh, what, Rabbit still finished top he four? He might, but at the moment he's playing. And I'm saying next year, I think Rabbits have potential for top four. I think Sharks are going to be potential for top four next year. And the Doggies. And the doggies, yeah, the doggies are going to come in. I, I'm not I saying think I, I, I think the doggies are going to be getting... playing strong next year with the players. Reed Marnie, they're getting some Billy Army. Yeah, yeah. Big it's going to be nice and interesting. The locker and room to start of that. Yeah. I'm not going to say top four, but top eight prediction. I think Dolphins are going to come in strong with Wayne Bennett. Oh, I was saying fucking well earlier on this podcast, Dolphins are top eight. Yeah, they're going to be top eight. Put ten bucks on them to win the premiership. No, no, no I said top eight, yeah, not top fucking eight, winning. Not winning like top eight. Just because you think they'll be wooden spooners. No, I don't say spoon. wooden spooners. Honestly, Newcastle will go close to the spoon. Yeah, wouldn't be surprised. They don't know what they're doing at the moment. No. They, they won't know for a long time. Yeah, four or five years. And that's if we don't get kicked from the comp. No. Since we're bringing up teams, did you guys see Cam Murray has renewed his contract with Storms? Uh, Cam Munster. Munster, who am I yeah, saying Murray? 2027. Always confused. Which... That's a long time. It, it is. But he's a smart bloke. You think about it. He was... I, I don't know figures, but he was getting offered a certain amount to stay there, and he's gone. No, I'm worth more than that. I'm going to chuck myself on the open market, see what I get offered. Yeah, Dolphins offered him 1.5 mil, mm. and would have made him the highest player Ever. paid. Yeah, in the rugby league, and he was making out basically had everything but the signed contract. And Wayne Bennett's actually pissed that he stayed with Melbourne. But he's a smart bloke because he would have only got off a two, three-year contract to start off with. Now, it's 2023 next year. He's just signed on for another five years. Very smart, man. Yeah. And he's got all his family. He's set up in Melbourne. Why would he want to move to Queensland? 
Oh, 100%. Eddie's he's a next level fucking player. Of course they're going to offer him as much money as they yeah, can. He, and he can play anywhere. He's versatile. Yeah. He can, when he plays fullback, he's top three fullbacks in the game. And I think if he got moved to a position that he wasn't great at, he'd be great at yeah. it. Like, he's just got the hunger. He's, yeah. he's an aggressive player, like Illitrell. And like Valentine Holmes, I, I don't think he gets enough rap. Yeah. I think he's very fucking up there. But we're talking about the grand final. Just quietly. Like Penrith, yeah, well done. Yeah. But it was a while. Dylan Edwards, he gets the Clive Churchill medal and none of his team acknowledged him. Didn't look at him. Like some of them, yeah, they did, but like... Look at last year when Nathan Cleary won it to this year when he was like, it's not, I'm not going to say it's a lot of controversy shit, but I'm saying like they, 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 to me, it looked like they were all just disappointed. They didn't get it. Like, what about congratulating the bloke that did? It's hard in, it's hard to not give it to Cleary. And if you're hundred percent honest, like, don't get me wrong. Edwards did play very well all season. I, I think that had a lot to do with it. I think because Cleary was out for so long, like, when they say Clive Churchill, it is based on the game, but a lot of it's got to do with what you've done through the year for the club. And Edwards is by far the most improved player yeah, at that club. This year, he's been unreal. And it was only last year or the year before I've gone, I don't rate Edwards. Yeah. Towards the end of last year, you could see. Yeah. And then this year, he's just been a game. But during COVID and that, I think he was one of the worst fullbacks in the club. Yeah. If, but that affected all the players. Yeah, 100%. But... Isn't it funny? We're, we're going... So we've just finished this year off. We've got World Cup start in a week. First time in history that the Clive Churchill medalist and the Daily M winner has not been picked in the kangaroo side. Yeah. Man, I'm not no Dylan Edwards. He's on the extras list, but no Dylan Edwards. No Nico Hines on the extras list but once again Mike Pro will not play a game yeah. first time in history well there are oh, no offence to them they're good players but there are better players on the not this year so I reckon we've got a fucking stack team in the world yeah we? 100% but not this year based on this year Nico Hines was the best halfback in the comp so you'd put him on kangaroos you sort of have to minimum 14 Okay. Like, what they're doing is they've got Ben Hunt playing out of position in hooker. Don't get me wrong, it worked for State of Origin. Like, he, he played base mode in game three. But what they're trying to do is they're 14, they want another dummy half. Harry Grant can play 80 minutes. He's been able to play 80 minutes with Melbourne all year. Yeah, I understand Melbourne struggled this year, but he's still one of the best hookers in the game, if not the best. You've got... Ben Hunt, who carried a dragon side to what, 10th, 11th? Something like that, nice and low. Yeah, but it's the same with Daily Cherry Evans. How come? I, I cannot no, I see. I don't understand the pick. Why is Cherry Evans pick? Cleary, you sort of have to have there. He'd have to be starting seven, but Nico Hines can play fullback. He mm. could play 5 8. He could play um, halfback. Nico had to go. And Dylan Edwards, you've got Tedesco fullback, right? And it's very hard to take Teddy's spot off him. But if you go off State of Origin, which is what how the World Cup is supposed to be picked, that's why there was a lot of controversy with players playing for different nations that played Origin. 
because that's the point of origin. You've got your New South Wales, Queensland, and Mal Meninga picks out of that, right? But they didn't. Josh Adokar got picked. Couldn't make a Blues team. Who was the other player? Matt Burton will play. He's not going to play 5'8". He'll play centre. Right? Mind you, he plays 5'8 at his club. Latrell won't play fullback. He'll play centre. You got a lot of players that were picked that will play out of position, but it still confuses me. What does he have to do now? What does Nico Hines have to do? He went from being able to barely get a game at Melbourne to going to a club that's sort of in the eight, but not a solid team in the eight, to leading them to second, to winning a daily M, to still not get picked in the Australian squad. What, what's he got to do? He, he wins daily M next year. Does Cleary and Jerry Evans still get picked? I don't I hope think Jerry that. wouldn't. Jerry Evans would like. He should not, not be good. there. He's not that good. He, the only reason he's there is because of State of Origin. But I don't think he would have been in the top five best players in any three of the games. Nathan Cleary sure as fuck wouldn't have been either. No, game two he would have. Game two he played out of his skin. Yeah. But Nathan Cleary had probably his worst year in the last three games that he played was. Nathan Cleary is the best halfback in the comp. Anyone can try and argue that point, but I think they'll lose that. He is the best halfback in this comp. He has to go over. And for what he's achieved already, you've got the legends of the game that have played that position. You've got Peter Sterling, JT, Joey, absolute legends, Cooper Cronk, and they're all saying that Cleary has achieved more in the short time and for his age than them by far, by levels on what they achieved at the time that he's been playing. And they're abs- one of them's an immortal in Joey. Yeah, I've, I've, I have heard a lot about that. They can have their opinions. I'll have mine. Okay. <laughs> well, what's your opinion on that? What, so, opinion, Cleary is Cleary's good. He's, he's good, fucking great. But he's not the best halfback in the car. No, right now, yeah, 100%, easily. But but I right don't... now on form, I don't think he is. That's... Oh, okay. So you've so... just argued that he is, and now you're saying that he's not? On form, so he's out of form. Well, is he out of form? He w- he probably should have won the Clive Churchill. But going on, not the recent games he's played, but going on a season as a whole, this year is his probably worst year that he's had. Uh, in I'd the last three minimum and he has been an absolute outstanding player or he's he he carries when when he plays well new south wales wins right and if you notice in the state of origin when the sides combining right because everyone's going off at brad fittler saying oh people like josh adokar should have been picked um I think it was Jake Trevojevic should have been picked at, like, in the first game. Yeah, they all Jake. got dropped. But yeah, but he's been so out of form. Injury do, don't help, but you've got these players that are out of form that are still making this World Cup team. Yeah, it's stacked side on paper. Fucking know if it is. But have a look at the informed players now. Look at New Zealand. Brendan Smith. The Chiefs, right? He can't play 80 minutes at Melbourne because Harry Grant's there. Mm. 
right? But through injury this year, he has been playing 80 minutes because they don't have other players like their players have been injured. Yeah, they've had a fuck year yeah. of injuries. 100%. And that's why they bought Nofaluma. They wanted to buy Adam Dewey. But you got players like that. you got Dylan Brown. 5'8". Yeah, um, Parramatta got walked over. Absolutely stomped in the grand final. Probably the worst game they've played all year. And But Dylan Brown, as a player, is one of the best 5'8s in the comp. Jerome Hughes, he's probably top five best halfbacks in the comp. That's probably argue like you could argue that point. Like you've well, who halfbacks set the seven? Who's who would be top five? You'd have, in my opinion, Cleary one. I'd have Cleary. You'd have to have Nico Hines there, the way he's played this year. He won daily M. Mm. Ben Hunt. Oh, I don't know. Bit if you, but mm. if he don't play at the Dragons, they're probably a wooden spoon team. Oh, 100%. So, 100%. So they're 8th to 12th. I'm a notable person in the fucking team. Yeah. Right. So Ben Hunt, I hate to say it, probably Daily Cherry Evans. Right. I would have agreed at the start of the year. Yeah, but he struggled. But his kicking game is insane. It is. He's got a very good boot on him. But uh, Mitchell Moses. Another one, Adam Reynolds. So, you've got... I'd put Jerome Hughes probably about Adam Reynolds' level, if that makes sense. He's got a lot better players around him at Melbourne than Brisbane do. But you've seen it in, like, magic round. When Cam Munster was out, Jerome Hughes struggled. When Jerome Hughes was out, Cam Munster struggled. Because they're a unit, they play their footy together. Like... Cooper Johns, he's leaving Melbourne, right? He he was playing as the sort of interchange and coming in for to play the halves position at Melbourne, be it five eighth or half back, when a player was out. He's leaving Melbourne. That's no big loss, as much as through his family, like Maddie and Andrew, some of the best players in the world. To play the game, he's nowhere near that level. Even the age that they were at, they were playing 10 times class than he's been playing. But, so you've got them. Joey Manu will play fullback. I don't really like that. No? One of the best centres in the game. A lot of centres can go, well, look at Latrell. He he plays centre in any representative team one of the best fullbacks in the cop because they get more ball great great defensive player I'm telling you New Zealand's I, I I'd nearly call that New Zealand's very close to beating us they're a big team massive and their forwards man are insane Bromwich brothers Nelson Asafa Solomona yeah, they'll be running up the middle. Yeah. Mate, I don't think... Australia, let's have a look at game round one. New Zealand play Lebanon. That, that'll that be a whitewash. That'll be 50 nil plus, right? But let me get Australia right. Australia play Fiji round one. Well, that's a win. 
it should be. Who's in Fuji? Samoa is another team. Another stack team. Mm-hmm. Oh, Adam Dewey's playing for Lebanon. Italy, Jamaica, Ireland, Greece. Fiji. So you got Waka Blake. Oh. Reagan Campbell-Gillard. Tui Kamakamika. He's a big player for Melbourne. Viliami Kikia. Api Korosia. Tane Milne. Stacked as well. Tane Milne. Kevin Naguama. Marcelo Montoya. Makali Ravalawa. Daniel and Jacob Saifidi. The two Sims brothers. Yeah. Make a Sevo. The only area they'll struggle is in the halves. I don't know who will play lot the halves positions there. Fiji sounds like a pretty stacked team as well. They've got a very strong sword. Yeah, Probably the strongest side. Interesting. Oh, no, they'll still get whitewashed. You reckon it'll be a whitewash? Well, Daniel and Jacob Saifidi, they're great forwards, but look at this. Have they made an influence at Newcastle this year? Has Probably anyone at Newcastle made an influence? Jake Clifford, first three, four games in the season, yeah. He was, in my opinion, probably one of the best fives, eight, five eights in the comp. First four games. I like how he was consistent four games and then... And then got dropped because yeah, they lost the game. That was Adam O'Brien. Yeah. Dropped him after four games. They won four straight. And he was chipping and chasing. He was leading the daily amp. Okay, interesting. Adam yeah. O'Brien drops him because they got smacked. I forget who it was against, but they got smacked. And his confidence would have been shattered. Just gone from winning four games straight, playing great footy. And then, yeah, they dropped him. Put Adam Clune in and I think it was Felix, uh, Phoenix Crossland. And then it's all just been down. Yeah, 100%. But we always start the season off well. Don't matter really who it's... Don't get me wrong, you change the draw. We have Penrith, Cronulla, yeah. Parramatta or something. We probably don't win four games. But... But you reckon Newcastle always season, starts off strong? Usually. In the start of the season, yeah. I don't know if it's a good off-season. Like, we went to the Bulldogs... Um, Knights pre-season. And it was a 20-all draw, I think. Yeah. No, he's won in the last, like, two minutes. Oh, no, it wasn't. No, it was a draw. Because you were worried. Because I remember that game. But the first we've always minutes, had the wood over the Bulldogs in trial games because we've been to a couple of them and we've won them. Yeah, I remember because we refused to go inside, like, back out inside the green thing because for the first 10 minutes it absolutely pissed down. Yeah. Rain, and then it was dry for the rest. Yeah, so and we the were doggy drenched. Scored, the doggy scored two tries. In the rain because we were leading. Yeah. And he's gone, no, Bulldogs were yeah. leading. He goes, it's raining. We're going to walk all over you. It's just little things. Yeah. Bulldogs play better because of the way they play their footy. They play the forwards. Yeah. They run their forwards through the middle and work off that. When Newcastle, they've Castle sort of got the playmaker sort of side of it. It's what teams do. Yeah. But yeah, no, two tries in the first 10 minutes. So they ended up the fucking draw. After it stopped raining. Yeah, it stopped raining. They didn't score another draw. Well, I think they did late. But going off the start of the season, so. We're going to be doing a few things to cover this World Cup. We're going to be um, watching every game. We're going to be putting our multis in, and it's going to be on our social network platforms. 
Um, and I don't know sort of what you guys want to do there. Did you want to go sort of head to head, picking any time try scorer or two? No, probably or margin. Two. Or did you want to go team margin any time? I reckon we go mar- like margin because you pick the team in the margin anyway. Yeah, team margin any time. Yeah, any time. They might not be paying that much, but I'll... and maybe pick like what team's going to be leading at half time or something. Yeah, well, we'll be either way. So I run the Insta, um, and I'll be putting my bets through that. Yeah, I'm on Facebook, and I'll go through that. And I'll have all mine up on Twitter. Yeah. And if you want to check out Dabble, I believe Jaden runs mm-hmm. the Dabble. Mm-hmm. And we're starting to get a couple followers on that, so chuck us a follow and copy our bets. But since we're speaking of bets right now, I'm just going to bring something up. It's just been doing me head in. Ian is sitting here holding a fat stack of $50, just playing with it like a fucking child playing with chalk. Because <laughs> he's just had a nice little run. Yeah. Yeah. So Follow we, Ian. We poked the bear. Yeah. And but a, And it's about $50 notes. Yeah. But we're also going to be raiding players through the game as well as individuals. Our one, two, three. Yeah. Three, two, one system. And we're going to sort of have our own daily M. And shit daily M over the season. And we're going to add all our points together and then work out who we think is the player of the comp and who's the shittest player of the comp. It's simple. Nathan Cleary, best player of the comp. That's if he starts. Australia's going to win the comp. I agree, Australia winning the comp. We're going to be putting our predictions. um, So we're going to be picking an outright winner. Um, And... I think we also need to put winner of the pool. Because how I think it works is it's a round robin in your pool and then the winners go through to the next. So I think we should go through and pick out our pool winners and then we'll go out and pick out our outright winner. I reckon we all chuck $250 in a pool and the winner takes all. Spot me 250 and I'll be down. <laughs> but basically, guys, we're going to have our own little footy tip and comp. You can follow it. Um, we're going to be putting it um, on our social platforms and write in the comments what you think's going to happen. But we're going to be also, before the um, World Cup starts, we're going to be putting out who we think should be playing for Australia. We're not going to worry about the other teams. I think we should just focus on Australia and put our starting team on. Jaden Robinson, 5'8". 5'8". We're going to rate each team out of 10 Daniel before Huff, the comp starts. So we're going to go through, have a quick look at the lineups and what their starting team is, and we're going to go, yeah, they're a pretty mediocre team, 4 out of 10. So we're going to be putting our individual sort of things on that. Daniel Huffelt, he's going to be the water boy. And the water boy. What are you going to be, Mr. I'm, Ian Sanderman? I'm the coach. You're the coach. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you could coach fucking 12-year-olds. I reckon I could. They'd listen to me if I give them cookies. <laughs> cookies. And we're also going to be posting every sin bin. We want we want our out for 10 guys to win that comp. And let's have an early prediction. What game is going to be the first with a sin bin? The first game. What, England versus Samoa? Yeah. I think that's going to be a Oh, I think game. that'll actually be the first one, yeah. All right. I'd agree. How many sin bins is there going to be total in the oh, season? Oh, 61 matches. I think 
14 send-ins. Mm. Only 14? Only yeah. 14. I reckon I'll go 29. I'll go 47. Yeah. Wow. you got to think, some yeah, games there's two game. or three yeah. send-ins. And like, Have you watched the you've World got Cup your before? shot, yeah. Oh, I haven't. I don't know how many Simbins they do. No, I don't imagine they'll be but doing it's a lot. A, but Australia is a very disciplined team, very disciplined nation. Like we play a lot more football, rugby league than other than England, probably than any other nation that's playing. So we sort of you've got your teams like Fiji, you've got your teams like Ireland, Jamaica. They, there's going to be a few headhunters there. I'm telling you, high tackles and probably repeated. And bringing the new rules in, I don't know if that's going to be involved in the World Cup because we've sort of got different rules to England. Yeah. They're all got, I think the World Cup's got its own set of rules. Yeah. So, like, things like, you know, how um, if a team is attacking and they're within 10 metres, right, and there's repeated penalties, it's immediate sim bin because it's professional foul. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the same in the World Cup. So we're going to have to do a bit of research on that. But we're going to be covering every game on our socials. We're going to be hoping to do a podcast after every round, if we can, depending on um, time and situations like that. But we're going to be, yeah, rating sort of everything that's going on in the World Cup. But where are your guys heads up with that? Like, Do we do like sort of a three-way footy tip in between us? Well, that's, yeah. I honestly reckon if you want, we can chuck, sort of, grab a kitty. Yeah, like 500 bucks each. No, like, every game, we'll put our our bets on personally, on our site, and see who does the best out of it. Yeah. Even if it's a buck on every game, you're going to see profit. You follow our bets, you're going to see profit. Didn't work too well during the season, season. but we started late. I'm telling you, we're starting from the beginning with this World Cup, but it's going to go off. Yeah. Just slap pokies. It works. Yeah, this cunt's on a run at the moment. Fucking $3,600 winner. Two days ago, and we just walked Yeah, he quit and... his job and decided to go have a slap, and yeah, 3600 bucks. Yeah, off 100 and then 1500 off 200 away. Yeah. If you're wondering how well-connected <laughs> our podcast is, I'm just finding out Ian quit his job right now. Yeah. Oh, you didn't know. No, I found out about his win like two hours ago when he <laughs> called me on the phone. He called me to ask about doing the podcast. So what they said was... No, no, I won't do it. You don't want to talk about that? No. Right. I think I know, but won't talk about it on yeah. here. But that's just how well-connected we are <laughs> as a friend group. We tell each other everything. Hey, me and Daniel nearly ring each other up every day. Just basically don't listen. Don't work for Fast and Fresh. That's how it's simple. And just don't be Ian. Yeah, don't. Yeah, don't work for Ampol. Yeah, Tom, but Tom we've Trevojevic talked about is... the World Cup. We have not talked about the Grand Final. What is there to talk about? Parramatta didn't turn up. I'll, I'll, I'll cover. Parramatta this. went twelve zero when Jake Arthur got. Let, let me just oh. let me cover Get the Grand it. Final. <laughs> if he started, oh, different final. I'm gonna. Yeah, cover, you asked Brad. <laughs> I'm gonna cover the Grand Final right now. You ready? Ten minutes in, Penrith lead. Eighty minutes in. Still lead. The game was not a game. It was twenty eight nil with five to go, and, and they was, felt sorry for him. It was like 18, 12 nil, eighteen nil in the first ten minutes, but to Penrith, and 
that was it. It was over. Yeah. All she wrote. Well, it was just repeated. I, I stopped watching before half time. Uh, no, he stopped watching the entire game. We were out fishing. Yeah, we were. The reason the Eels lost, Jaden caught an eel right before yeah. the game started. It was about 5 foot, and it was a fat fucker, wasn't it? it was, I reckon it would have been 20k. It's fucking massive. It took us 15 minutes to get it onto the jetty. And then took him two minutes to fucking murder it. No, yeah, bullshit. That thing was still slivering out the net. If he didn't kill it, the eels have a chance. He killed their chances when he killed that eel. Yeah. And just quietly. I was Nathan trip, Cleary to that eel. <laughs> the fishing trip the night before that, I got smacked in the head with a net. <laughs> <laughs> he did. And they also caught and it nothing. still hurts to touch it. They also caught nothing that night. No. But Useless. But yeah, no, we're going to be on double. I, personally, I use tab um, to bet other, like I'll be betting on double, but I'll also be betting on tab. Um, so on double, you'll be able to copy the bets and that, but through the socials, it'll be through tab. What do you guys use? On the socials, I'll be doing it through sports, but you can just read it, copy it, put it in. That's what I do with some people that I follow on Twitter. Yeah. Chuck and, a like if you do. Yeah, chuck a like. We'll share in the winnings. Yeah. What about yourself, Ian? Yeah, sports bet all day. Did you guys actually, that's something to talk about, did you guys want to go halve, put the exact same unit on every bet that we do and we'll go halve like three ways in anything at the end of it? Or or did you just want to do it personal? I'm happy just do it personal. Uh, See if we actually win a bit first. See who wins the most. Because sometimes you get one of these up and you want to chuck it on a 10 to 1 horse or something. And imagine if that horse wins. But yeah, exactly. It's sort of to fund. I'll, ma- I'll make a bet deal, but oh, we don't need to fund the out for ten. We got money bags over here. Ten, twenty percent of all my winnings off doing this, I'll put into a prize pool and give it out to a fan. We'll do like a raffle over the podcast, and somebody can win that. No, oh, have you just heard that, guys? Ian Richie Rich. Richie Rich is going to be putting twenty percent of any winnings that he gets through the pokies. And just see, no, I'm not exaggerating. He's holding this money in a fucking ball, patting it like a dog. I ain't patting up a lot. I'm just rolling. You're fucking patting it. You're just jealous because I got money and you don't even have a house. It's (laughs) shocking, isn't it? But at least I can drive places. Do you want a donation? I'd like some Do you want a tip? No, come put fuel in your car. No, I'll give you a tip. What's your tip? Yeah. Put it on the phone. Be good to your kids. (laughs) Be good to your kids. Oh, no. I've tried to help him win some more money coming here and he wouldn't let me pick Do you play. want to come have a slap with us after this? No. Oh. We'll go You're meant to be going to the movies after this. I am. He's rushed me to come here and then when I've said I'm on my way, he's at the pokies again. I told you we had a Fortnite tournament at six. A Fortnite tournament too. Pokies and Fortnite. We've sort of also got off topic, not only in this podcast, but we were covering Rocket League on Twitch, but Daniel... Sort of uh, is lacking on the Rocket League side of he's, things. He's got a couple of day ban. <laughs> yeah, he called a couple of kids fags. <laughs> <laughs> and when I say a couple of days, it's actually 719 hours, which works out to be about 30 days. It's down to like 400 hours now. Chill. Oh, well, it's working its way now. It'll get there one day. And I've still won more tournaments than you. Yeah. One one for the night. Yeah. Yeah. Send you a picture when I get home. Yeah, do it. No, I haven't won one. I'm horrible. We I've made the grand final last night. Yeah, grand final got absolutely dropped, but grand final. But going back on sort of topic with regarding the grand final, there was a lot of controversy with how Penrith sort of celebrated their wins. There was talks about Appy Coruscant 
what he said uh, about the Tigers. James Fisher-Harris, he said that they're the best Penrith side that's ever been. It's kind of proven. Yeah. I suppose. Like, don't get me wrong, Penrith has had some very good sides previously, but Reese Wesser, I don't know if you ever heard of him, Craig Gower, yeah. Greg Alexander. But what's that saying to them players if he's up on stage saying it? Yeah. Like, it's a little bit of disrespect. Yeah, you shit, we're good. Fuck off. You're nothing. But, I mean, it's kind of proven back to back premierships yeah. compared to one what in 03. Yeah. Like, it's it's proven. But, talking about what Appy Corrissey I said, he goes, Oh, it was great finishing the year with a premiership. Oh, I'll probably do it again the, next year yeah, with the Tigers. Yeah, with the Tigers, and then <laughs> did a little scoff, and there's a lot of talk about it. There is. He had a tickle in his throat. Yeah. See, I, I don't care about disrespecting former players, but don't disrespect the team you've just signed to for yeah. two years with a and a possible extension, I think. Don't fucking disrespect them. They're Honestly, Appy Corusau is so unlucky to not be ranked the best hooker in the game. The week that Penrith played um, Rabbit, they were getting beat 12 mil. While Mitch Kenny, because Ivan Cleary wanted to start the player that was going to be taken over hooked, for him. Yeah. Getting beat 12 0, Happy Coruscant comes on, they don't score another point. Nah. And he's the difference maker. He is. 100%. 100%. He's a freak because out of dummy half is where the shit starts. You play the ball, who's the first person and to grab it? We haven't won a premiership without him. That's all I'm saying on behalf of the Bunnies as well. Yeah. He's the difference maker. Yeah. Tigers are going to love him next year. I don't see it making the eight, but they're a fucking chance of the next year, 2024. What's that on your face there, Daniel? What's on your face? Bit of Latrell's jizz left over from last night. From last night? Yeah. Really? Yeah. What did I He's say that would make you have oh, a bit of I've just, just seen it there. I don't know how There's also been talk about... Sorry, sir. I bring up South and you bring up Latrell. <laughs> and you talk about Jaden's personal grudge with him. I haven't been fishing in under a week. I've just had to get a bite. So, the Koori knockout just happened. Do a lot more than a fucking black cunt. And Benny Barber. Yeah, Benny Barber. He was playing in the Koori. Yeah, he was... Well, got her or... We'll get yeah. her. And Latrell was pissed off because there was no NRL scouts at the Koori. What's your opinion on that? My opinion on this is... It doesn't matter what Latrell says. Rabbits fans are pissed off that he's fucking playing this when apparently he couldn't put on a show... At the fucking semis because of a rib injury. So bad that he's taken a needle painkiller. But he's playing fucking the Curry knockout. Yeah, and going hard too. Going fucking yeah. great for him. That's my opinion. It's fuck Latrell. But he's also playing centre. Yeah. Latrell. more involved. Fullback stays back out of it for most of Which should, makes it even fucking worse that he's apparently so injured he couldn't play good fucking footy for us in the semi. Didn't show up the second half. Barely did anything well, the first half. So centers a massive. Because I don't know him, you fuck with. Well, what? Centers oh, a massive position. God. It's one of the best. If you play center, <laughs> you've got to be one of the best defense players in the game, right? And it shows on Newcastle, right? We've got Dane Gagai playing center. You look statistically, he's got one of the. He's probably one of the highest missed tackles in the comp. He got highest missed tackles in the Queensland side, right? Because they they pass him to score. That's why your wingers and your centers score. That's why it is so important for a center to be so defense 
minded sort of thing. They've got to be putting their body on the line, playing center. That's why Campbell Graham, like, if you, when Brian Toa scored, it was 12 6 and they turned it 12 all. Latrell passed to Campbell Graham. There was a very long pass, too. It weren't. Oh, I don't remember. As I said to you when we did this last episode, I didn't see that try. I fucking went to the toilet. But it came back it was and a, it's 12 it all. Was, was Latrell waiting there? It was nine out of ten times Campbell Graham grabs that ball. And I think they nearly score off that. To turn it around like that, that's why defensive-minded. It's like your Corey Oates and that. Like They'll run at the centre or second rower when it's 2v3 to put the pressure on. That way it's quick sort of through the hands and they don't have the time to go, oh, I'm grabbing this ball. It's just immediate form. Where so one v two, right? He's got the ball. But if I'm defensive minded, I'm gonna run straight at him in his like in his eye view. He's seeing me run at him. What's he doing? Trying to get that ball straight out. Right? Which means you're not gonna hit the target. Well, that, I got a question. Hmm. If you've got Latrell Mitchell and Nico Hines, right? They're like next to each other in the field with a table and a chessboard. Who wins? Probably Nico. I don't know how good Ibram fucking play at chess. No, think about it, who wins. I've got a reason for asking that. What's your reason? Nico Hines is, uh, in my opinion, would be smarter player. Right. So, basically in that question, I'm saying which one is the more technical, smarter out of the two. But Latrell's very aggressive. Different players. Nico Hines is more reserved and sort of thinks about what he's doing. And it shows. Like, he'll grab the ball and it's not real quick movement. In my opinion, he's not a natural player. He's worked very hard to get where he is. Where you got players that are naturals. Latrell's a natural. It don't matter if he don't go train for two or three weeks. He's still going to put on sort of a half show. He might not be playing to his full ability, but he's a natural at it. He's a he's a big boy, very aggressive at, at attack and defense. It shows. Look at what he did to Joey Manu. Look at what he did to Dom Young. If you're 1v1, that's why he's playing fullback. You're 1v1 with him. He'll grab you. I'd grab him. Oh, I'd pay to say it. I've <laughs> seen that cunt. McGregor. I've seen that cunt on Curry knockouts. Full cop two or three punches to the head and he's just laughing at him. There's three things I want to do in my life now before I die. I'm adding them to my bucket list. Get a job that I you want to get in the ca- I want to get into the cage with Conor McGregor. I want to full... Now? He's a heavyweight. Yeah, I'm a heavyweight. You're a super heavyweight. Yeah, that's fine. I've got the advantage then, do I? No, you got no advantage. You're fucking right. absolutely destroyed. But at the end of the day, I want to get into the cage now it matter the result. I want a full run, dead set, straight run. At James Fisher Harris. And now I want a straight run at Latrell Mitchell. <laughs> I feel like that's fine for both of them because I don't think you can run very fast. Don't I've got to. plenty of time to think about what to do. No, James Fisher Harris would put you on me. your head and so would Latrell. I reckon I'd just shoulder barge and boom. I'd knock him down by pins. <laughs> You'd have 40 kilos on James Fisher Harris. You reckon? 
He's a big boy. He's only what about a, Nelson? He's 105. Big Nelson. I'd run at Nelson. I wouldn't run at George, He'd look George down Burgess. At you. I, I if you're worried about George Burgess, but you're not worried about Nelson. No. Nelson, George, George Burgess just, looks up at Nelson. Yeah, but Nelson just looks ugly. Like he, he don't like what he can do. But George, he looks like Andre the Giant's fucking older, bigger brother. Wasn't Andre the Giant like seven foot two? Yeah, George Burgess is eight foot five. <laughs> is he <laughs> fucking hands bigger than your ass cheeks? <laughs> I'm glad that you'd know that. What do you mean? I'm We've glad gone so off that. topic. It's yeah, not even funny. Fucking derailing everything. Yeah. Talking about George Burgess. George, he, no, honest, he freaked me when I seen him live at that Rabbitohs game when he set, like come over. To I worked out Cody Walker and me are the same height. Yeah. And he's a small bloke. Yeah. That so, could have been, yeah. So I wouldn't have to hold you up against the wall because I'm not worried about you fighting Cody fucking Walker. <laughs> and stupid thing is, I've sort of got that same temperament. Yeah. That could have been you. Yeah, no, dead sir. Whenever I played footy, or anything, I'm that competitive. And if something goes wrong, I'm automatically going off. You, you know Jaden well enough. If he was on the field playing against George Burgess and he done something bad to Jay, Jay would get up and want to fight him. That's George like, Burgess would just sort of yeah he'd, that, he'd throw me. But that's see, what that's what used to happen in games. And then he had big fullbacks on his team come running in. Not full, big forwards. Uh, forwards yeah, forwards. dead set. I used to start the shit and <laughs> they'd help him. Yeah. <laughs> All so in why ball. do you bad mouth Walker so much for doing it? You're, You're the same. No, you because keep he was 14 playing in under eight. Yeah. But you know him now. He would still hold that same fucking yeah. attitude now. Yeah. I stand for what I believe in. <laughs> I've gone refs and everything. <laughs> I don't doubt you. I know you. I lived with you for the last two hours. Yeah. Two, years. two hours. It's same. Like I play, or not <coughs> in the last twelve months, but played lawn bowls. Same deal. If yeah. something went wrong in bowls, I'd be chucking shit. Yeah. I broke me toe that many times from kicking the cunt. Yeah. I, the amount of that's the reason I stopped playing bowls. Because of all the arguments and shit that would happen, it's just so political. Where I don't, I'm actually starting to see it more as a fan now in the rugby league. There is a lot of politics. It's in every sport. You got your politics. But when I was playing footy, you had a lot of players. You good? <laughs> I'm good. I Mate, just wanted to pat him on the head. But you've got a lot of players that believe they should be in certain positions you've got your own personal like thoughts on that as well but you bring it back to bowls you've got these people that uh it's sort of the game's changed at league and lawn bowls right in the 80s the rugby league players now wouldn't last 10 minutes in the 80s right it's different it's different game completely. <laughs> oh, mate. All right. I reckon we just cut it. <laughs> nah, I reckon we're done. Do we wrap it up? Yeah, yeah we'll wrap, wrap it up it then. Up. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah. It's been the Alpha 10 podcast. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Spotify, Double. everywhere. Anywhere but Daniel's forehead. And anywhere but Ian's job. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you in the next one talking about the World Cup. See ya.